She said, you want to look for out-of-sight license, out-of-state license plates? No, I said, I don't think so. The best, the creme de la creme, so sweet. Speaking of which, I stay with this wonderful family, the Rodriguez's. And uh, we had the most wonderful first day. They showed me to my room and everything. And they would say, this is where you will stay, Senor Gringo. This is where you will enjoy uh, your peace of mind. And everything was going great. We had a wonderful dinner, frijoles, tortillas, until it came time to go to bed. And the head of the household said, uh, Gringo and his family, we are very friendly. We all we all kiss each other. Good night. Good night, Mamacita. Good night, Pacolina. Good night, Chuchu. And everybody's kissing. I said, well, that's kind of nice. So I kissed them good night, too. You know, as part of the family, I guess. I said, well, I'll see you later. He said, no, not so fast, Senor Gringo. We kissed Iboro, too. I said, you want? He said, Iboro, uh, come here. And there was this burro standing outside. The burro sticks his head in the window. And he can't, everybody goes up and kisses the burro. Okay, Gringo, D-Burrow is waiting. I said, well, D-Burrow can keep on waiting. He said, you don't want to hurt his feelings, do you? I said, well, to be honest with you, I, uh, I got a little problem kissing the damn Burrow. He said, it's not a guy, Burrow, it's the Burrow. The family relies on the transportation. The family needs this Burrow. How could you call it a damn Burrow? I said, all right, all right. Y'all go to bed. Let me work up to it. He said, okay. I sat there looking at that burrow with his bucket lips. Well, about 20 minutes later, head of the household comes out to check, see how I'm doing, and he finds me out there in the backyard. Just, I got that burrow there. He's a gringo, you stupid pig. What are you doing? I said, well, look, I didn't want to hurt its feelings, eh? Hey, man, you didn't expect me to kiss it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I am a man of some dignity. Give me a little credit there. Where credit is due. Mm, yeah, boy, I started the tradition with that burrow, I'll tell you. It's uh, 21 minutes after 9 o'clock. We are, a, we are the two for Tuesday. I never would have suspected it. I never would have suspected it, you know. Ed Bracciavenni. He was like a friend of ours. And uh, and uh, one day, you know, like uh, she knew my hours because at work. And uh, Ed Bracciavenni was out all day long. So Estelle slid home on her lunch hour. And uh, Ed Bracciavenni slid over there. They have a zesty session of hobble. All of a sudden, in the midst of it, Ed grabs his chest. <laughs> Boom. He hits the bed. Uh, Slapville, USA. Massive heart attack. Uh, you know, I still think to herself, my God, I got a Nino's coming home in 20 minutes. We plan just to have a quickie. Uh, I mean, uh, I was worried about leaving the occasional mark on the bed because of our zesty session. Uh, now, what am I going to look at? He's incontinent. Uh, I mean, you know, when people die, you know, they tend to cut loose with everything they got. Uh, you know, like in 20 minutes, I got uh, 210 pounds of dead meat in the rack. Uh, he's fouled the bed. I just pulled up my dress because, uh, you know, I figured we'd be uh, in here and out of here. I mean, Estelle was sitting there going, uh, Oh, what do I do? 
What do I do? What do I do? Uh, if I drive him on the ankle, I can drag him outside in the backyard and dress him there and say he came over to borrow a cup of sugar and he collapsed and oh, he's so heavy. What do I do? What do I do? What do I, what do I, what do I, uh, maybe I... It'll mean if I get the saw and chop him, I can, I can carry him out one leg at a time, but that'll take forever, because, oh, God, it's only 15 minutes, and Nino's going to come home, and he's going to catch me with, with Ed Brockiavelli naked and dead in the bed. What do I do? 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 Yeah, well, I showed up, you know, fat and happy. There's uh, ambulances, police cars, everything in the driveway. Uh, you know, I, I walk past the police line. I walk upstairs. There's Estelle in the corner crying. There's Ed Brachyveni naked and in a pool of his own filth in the bed. I said, Estelle, what's going on here? She said, well, uh, it's, it's the darndest thing. Uh, Ed came running over. He said that he, uh, he was in the process of taking a bath, and uh, he had the screen door open, and apparently a bee flew in. I don't know if you knew this about Ed, but he's very, very allergic to bee stings. And, uh, well, uh, a bee stung him, and uh, he panicked, uh, knowing full well that he'd, uh, he'd need someone to you know, keep him alive with mouth-to-mouth restitution or something uh, while he waited for the ambulance. So he dialed 911 and told him to come over here, and uh, he burst into the door, and, uh, well, he ran upstairs in a, in a frenzy. You know, he was thinking maybe we had some kind of uh, adrenaline or epinephrine in our medicine cabinet. He burst upstairs, but he never quite made it to the bathroom, and he fell on the bed here, and at which time he suffered complete shock and seizure and passed away, and, uh, which explains the uh, uh, the various uh, stains and uh, unsavory business on the bed there. And uh, I was suddenly shocked because I was getting dressed at the time, which is the reason I'm, I'm still unclothed myself. I said, Estelle. She said, what? I said, Estelle, are you hiding something from me? I said, I knew it. You had an extra piece of strawberry shortcake for lunch, didn't you? You always get that funny look in your eye when you're lying to me, and I know you just can't keep on a diet, Estelle. I just knew Welcome it. to the Joe Harris Show. Today's guest is Harry Thrum. Time to wonder what it must be like to strap on a gun and peel on a bear and become a You're bored stiff. The radio hasn't crackled in so long, you think the thing must be broken. So you need a little something to liven up your day. So what you do is you pull your squad car in front of a big hotel in town and you just wait. You light a camel. Sure enough, this girl comes out carrying a couple of bags all by herself at about 12.30 in the afternoon. She's trying to get a cab as you walk up, grab her by the shoulder, spin her around and say, all right, ma'am, hold it right there. She says, what's the problem, officer? You say, this hotel's got a checkout time at 12 noon. I notice it's 12.30 right now. Don't tell me you went down to the desk, paid the fee, gave him your key at about 11 o'clock, and you stayed an extra hour to get your stuff together. That's what you did, isn't it? She said, well, well it's almost 12 o'clock. Say, lady, it's clearly marked on the door. Checkout time is 12 o'clock. You stay past 12 o'clock, you own for at least another day. Now you're trying to avoid paying for another day. That's a second-degree misdemeanor theft of services. You owe this tell another, a hotel another $110. Plus, I'm going to take you downtown and book you on a petty larceny charge. You have the right to remain silent. She says, oh, God. Oh, mother, I can't afford another $110. I can't afford to go to jail. I have a big sales meeting today. i got to catch a plane for Cleveland. You say, well... Going back to the squad car, hey, maybe we can talk about this shit. If, of course, you'll talk to the judge. She says, I, I don't understand. Talk to the judge? You say, let me introduce you to his honor. Yeah, the judge right here. Huh? Huh? 
He says, oh, God, officer, there's no way I get out. He says, all right, you have the right to remain silent. If you don't have an attorney, we'll be appointed for you. Uh, you don't have to say anything. He says, oh, God. All right, my plane leaves in 45 minutes. Oh, God, let's be quicker. Actually, actually, baby. Now we're talking just a shit. That's good. There you go. That's it. Get a little English on her. Can I go now? They no. Nope. I think your offense is so severe it warrants talking to the Supreme Court. Guys, got one by yeah. uh, Let me introduce you to the rest of the members of my squad. Uh, you don't have any towels from the hotel in your suitcase, do you? That means you got any towels in there. You know, like, uh, you laugh so much I hope your you don't have any towels. Your Sing hallelujah, hallelujah. Stand by. Go all the way. We got the best security money can buy. A camera that just sweeps the grounds of the Greece Palace. It's pressure-sensitive uh, pressure little pads planted all around. Automatic computer that if someone should climb the fence of the Greece Palace and drop to the ground, you'll hear, Intruder, Intruder, Southgate, Portal 44B. So that I can just flip on this control panel and see what a maggot is. But that's, you know, because I can afford it. Now we're going in with landmines. I figure, what the hell? You hear a big explosion, you know, somebody's outside. I remember with Estelle, we couldn't afford anything like I got now. All we had was the kind that was tied into the door. You know, somebody opens the door, breaks a window, it calls the police. Well, it actually calls the police in 60 seconds. That, that gives you the 60 seconds to walk in over to the control panel and punch in your code. If you don't punch in a code, this voice comes over the speaker. What is your discontinuation code and if you give them the discontinuation code then they won't call the police see because that can happen you walk in you're absent-minded you're half in a bag you forget your combination then the other code comes on you have to have that hidden somewhere so when they when you give that then they don't call the police but otherwise the police come and then you know and the police are answering a break-in in progress call so they come fast and with guns drawn and we were great the first six months we had it one day, we were at a party at the neighbor's. All right, so I had a couple of bells. Came through the door, forgot all about the alarm system. And we hear over the loudspeaker, what is your discontinuation code? I said, ah, it's us. It's us. It's okay. Don't call the police. Things said, what is your discontinuation code? I said, it's not, where's the discontinuation Where'd you put that code? She said, I think it's in the phone book here. I got it under uh, A for alarm system. I said, well, it's not there. It's there. It's not there. Maybe it's under P for police. I said, Estelle, you're getting on my Nasdaq. She said, maybe I put it under the, under the name of the alarm company that installed it. Maybe uh, maybe it's under B for Blauman uh, Alarm Company. I said, Estelle, would you come here a second? Uh, you stupid, unbelievable. How could you forget? The police are going to call me with their guns out for crying out loud. Our guns out. Uh, when you know we'd been out for several hours and the dog had to go to the bathroom. I said, look, I'll get you out in a second, Albert. I'm looking for a call. Will you shut up? I'll have you out of here in just a second. Uh, I said, listen. We do not have our discontinuation code, but there we look. This is the Grace Finale's. You can recognize me. And uh, you can hear the stickers. Still say something to me. All right, uh, please do not call the police. All right, sir. Do not. Just out from outside, we heard. Attention. You in the house. Come out with your hands up. I said, my God, Estelle, we're being threatened in our own house, you stupid. Oh, <laughs> 
just then from outside we heard, He's beating the woman! All units, open fire! They started firing! I dove over the kitchen table as bullets sang around us! I said, Cease firing! Cease firing! I'm the guy that owns the house! This woman's my wife! If I want to do this, I can do this! Yeah, the voice still out there. Attention! Come up with your hands up! I said, wait a minute! Uh, I don't want to be a sitting duck! Uh, just then, through the window, came a tear grass grenade. gagging in the smoke. Uh, they arrested me. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm Dino Griezmann. They just took me downtown right away. I mean, well, I was outside of the neighbor's house. I didn't have my wallet. I didn't have any ID. It was unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Uh, next thing you know, they're throwing me in the slammer. Uh, and uh, they, they pushed me into the holding tank. There were four guys in there and said, hey, great, new meat. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Estelle came running in. Leave him alone! Leave him alone! I said, Estelle, I'm not mad that our house is wrecked. And I'm not mad that an alarm service cost me five grand. I'm not even mad at this. What makes me mad is I'm missing championship bowling because of your stupidity, Estelle. You hear me? Not that I'd ever find out, because, you know, he'd never invite me on a boat ride, and I would never go. I just thought, you know, I mean, you know, I've got my wonderful little honey. He's got uh, his honey. I mean, you know. Ah, I know the girls were in a double He invites me to the golf tournament. Clubhouse probably singing something like this. It had to be you. It had to be you. No other guy can make me so high. It had to be you. Oh, I feel. Why'd you make me squeal? Oh, and we make love neat stars above. It's just unreal. Sometimes you are bad, sometimes you're mean, sometimes you even forget the Vaseline. It had to be you, had to be you, it had to be you. Water, Clinton, I can't believe Telly Savalas is going to join us for a round of golf. What time's that fat slob supposed to get here, anyway? Fat slob? He's not a fat slob, Clinton. He's a nice man. You ever see the way he sucks a lollipop? What is he, what is he trying to tell our community? He's always using that thing on his TV show. Sure, he's got all broad and bravado, but actually, I mean, you know, that's kind of like, uh, what do you think, huh? I think he's a fat slob, punk. He's not a fat slob. And here he comes now. Look at him. Don't be nice to this man, Clinton. That bald head, when you just love to sit on it and spin? I mean, oh, jelly. And he's gonna play around and go, I can't believe it then. Well, Telly, my name's Nino. 
This is Clinton. And this is my putter. You're beautiful, baby, eh? Oh, glad you approve. Well, if you, if you want, uh, you can lead off if you... I'm leading off, punk. Clinton, you always go first. I want to go first. Uh, every hole we play today, you've gone first. Yeah. I want to go first. Okay, punk. Go first. Just like that? Go first? You're going to let me go first? Go ahead. Put your ball on a tee, punk. seen this agreeable sign of you before. Okay, let me put my ball on the tee. Hope I do a little bit better this round. Uh, on the last hole, I had a double bogey. sing this song you don't remember me but i remember you you told me there's no way we continue to have go now there's on my pillow pain in my heart caused by you caused by your being behind I said we ought to wed. You said no way, Jose. Now I am alone to hefty. Look at me wailing away. This on my pillow. Pain in my heart. Called by you. Now I'm just a maggot sitting all alone. Since you've left, I've got to heft my hand and rot on the bone. I said we ought to wed. You said no way, Jose. Now I am all alone, left to well awaited. Baby, why did you leave me? Look at me now. I'm getting nearsighted, baby. Thanks to your big behind. It's 23 before 10. Uh, I'm listening. Go ahead, please. Hasten, buddy. Hasten. Hey, buddy. I need an address from you. What, for DC 101? Yeah. What are you going to send? So I can send you a bill. A bill for what? All that shrieking you were doing two weeks ago burned the wires off my radio. Uh, and you can send it to 1150 Connecticut Avenue Northwest. Although we do disavow any knowledge, any uh, responsibility for damage to your woofers and tweeters due into the intensity of the shriekery here at DC 101. Okay? Well, you had the hydraulics harder than a 49-cent cold sizzle. All uh, right. <laughs> See you later. Good morning. I agree. Yeah. A couple things for you, buddy. Love your show. Witness every morning. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Uh, you don't sing the Italian song anymore? I do. Every once in a while? Uh, what do you mean every once in a while? I do it all the time. Oh, okay. I just haven't heard I don't. I only listen from 6 to 7 in the morning because they turn the radio off at work at 7 o'clock. Well, suppose I want to sing the Italian song for you now. You're going to miss it. Uh, no, I've got it on tape. I've got, I'm taping myself so I can listen to it. 
Well, right maybe on. on torpedo, so you have the tape rolling at home. That's right. All right, well, let's grab that. Uh, let's two, other, two other things. What is that? Uh, about 15 years ago, were you on an AM station? Yes. Oh, okay, that was you. I got tapes of that, too. I listen to that every once in a while. Really Nin early grease. 1973. Boy, I sounded really different then. I sounded stupid then. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It was, a, it was a poor tape, too. Oh, man. I saw you down at the Comedy Stop about a month and a half ago. And did you say, my God, he's bulky? Yeah, we, oh, God, it was, oh, geez. Huh? Well, why, we were, I thought you, why didn't you do some Clinton and uh, some of the stuff you do on the radio down there? That's what we wanted to hear. Well, the problem is when you're doing stand-up, it's very hard to do those kind of bits with sound effects and music and stuff. You know, you have to do more a different kind of comedy when you're doing stand-up than you do, uh, uh, you understand? Yeah, I guess. Okay. So well, tell me, this, this guy's disappointed here. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I'll come see you again whenever you show up, and then we'll see what else you can do. All right. How about the geek? How about the guy? Bye -bye. Uh, all right, that's a, that's a fine kettle of fish. I'm up there on stage uh, emoting my guts out. All right, stand by. We'll do, uh, we haven't done a Gumbari in a while. Give me a second here. Welcome to the Joe Harris Show. Today, Flay, uh, my honey listens to Genesis. Estelle had this big, uh, you know, Rod McEwen album. and had all these ocean sound effects. She used to listen to that. And, uh, you know, a little something to relax you, calm your heart. I have uh, something, too. Like when I'm doing odd jobs, or like if I'm down at the workbench, you know, doing work, I always put on some background. I usually put this on. <laughs> What? What? Honey, honey, did you? Uh, you call me? What? Dinner in ten minutes? Okay, thanks, hon. Love you. Right, bye bye. <laughs> Hello, yeah, uh-huh, right, yeah, uh -huh. oh, just doing some odd work, how you been, huh? Yeah, just doing some odd things around the house, right, okay, well, uh, nice to hear from you, right, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> So, you know, it just depends on what you like. Uh, different strokes, boy. Uh, different folks. Uh, it's 14 minutes after 9 o'clock at DC 101. I feel nice. Ba -do -da -do -da -da. Sugar and spice now. So nice. Uh, hello, it's Ticket Window Thursday, 4321101. Good morning. Hello. Hey, Chris, man. Yeah, go ahead. What can I do for you, quickly? Hey, buddy. We have to... Uh, have you um, my dad, my daddy got a piece of pan paper yesterday. He did. What was he... How fast was he going? No, he wasn't, he wasn't going over the speed limit or none. He, he was just um, going through a no-truck zone with a, with a three-quarter-ton truck. I understand. Uh, well, he shouldn't be doing that now, should he, son? He didn't see the sign. He didn't see the sign. That's no excuse. That is no excuse. I remember when I was a lawman, I'd get that all the time. I stopped a guy one time going the wrong way down a one-way street. I said, buddy, didn't you see the arrows? He said, hell, I didn't even see the Indians. <laughs> hey, get out of the car. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Make him walk a straight line. Hell, I made him do a double reverse back flip with a backward twirl landing on his feet. Yeah. Yeah, he's determined to book that man, didn't he? 101, good morning. Yes, sir, Mr. Green. Yes, sir. Private Stripes here wants to speak with you. All right, put Private Stripes. Stripes, that's right, P-E-S. All right, put the private on. All right. Uh, how's come you never have anything good to wrap on these here truck drivers out here? I always talk nice about truck drivers. Do you epitomize the truck driver genre? Uh, yes. Hey, what kind of truck you drive? Uh, we drive one of those. What they call the old corn binder. 
The old corn binder. Oh, the international. The international. Well, there you go. Uh, Greece, we're also, we're also uh, part of a nice motorcycle group, which will be playing one of your competitors in a nice softball game. All right. Well, good luck. And uh, we'll see if I can do some trucker stuff for you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 101, good morning. Uh, is Greaseman? Yeah, this is he. Go ahead, please. Such inbreeding. Hey, um, yeah. hey, put me on hold. Put All right. You got it, buddy. You got it. It'll give me time to talk about precision tune. I got precision tune. Time to wonder what it must be like to strap on a gun and pin on a bag and become in your hand there. There's a fence in the neighborhood. A fence! And what does he sell? But jewels. They go around robbing people's houses. They take their pimentos, wedding rings, necklaces, things that mean a lot to people, things that have a lot of sentimental value, and then they sell them. Well, you've done a lot of work and you find the guy that's doing the buying. And you show up at his house. You got four officers. You're all in your flak jackets. You got your magnums drawn. You're standing at the side of the door. You have your badges out, your warrant in the hand, and a battering ram at the ready. Because you know full well, a lot of times when you announce yourself, first thing they do is start flushing evidence. So you got to be ready to burst in and salvage what you can for the case. So you pound on the door. Open up, police department! Well, the first thing you hear on the other side of the door is running feet. You say, okay, boys, use the battering ram! Tearing through the room. Uh, the other guys start turning over stuff looking for. But you know where you're gonna find the suspect there? In the bathroom. Well, you kick that door open. I mean, you kick it open and sure enough, there he is. Flushing away. So you think fast. You go running through the living room. You dive out the picture window. And you run right to the junction of the plumbing box. You grab out your pipe wrench and you just close it off. Cutting off the, the sewer line from the city, the city line. And you say, buddy, I think I got here just in time. Uh, yeah, you get the right to remain silent. He's a officer. You say, shut up. You got the right to an attorney. Anything you say, you should get you. understand he's right. All right, guys. Get that pipe wrench going and you over the end of that pipe and you reach in there to pull out a fish full of diamonds. Imagine your shock and horror when you hear him say, but officer, I was just taking a dump. <laughs> Take this creep downtown and fuck him. The Grease Man on DC 101. No more, I finally got sick of those guys. I finally got so sick of them. Uh, I said, hey, and I picked up one of those wind bikes that take up space. I threw it out the window. <laughs> I said, we don't need it. Let me, all right, now somebody yell me, uh, the rowing machine, uh, out the window. Oh, just out, 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 out. All right, all these leg warmers, out. Out. 
This machine to take your pulse? Uh, throw it out. Hey, crying out loud. Nobody allowed into the gym under 200 pounds. Nobody allowed into the gym with less than 16 inch arms. Nobody allowed into the gym unless they can do double donuts on the bench. That's a minimum uh, 225. And you better be ready to up the ante the second we lie down on the bench. I said nobody allowed in the gym that isn't at least moderately bulky. You have to take the tennis ball test. Have you got a tennis ball between your cleavage uh, you're allowed to stay in and work out if not you get out uh, and uh, uh what are you you i said between your cleavage not between your talk i don't care well i do care get out of here get out of here am i crying out loud uh, i mean uh, i took that skinny little maggot i jacked him off the ground uh, slammed him into the wall and i said been such a scrawny young man you need some muscle mass you could use a tan you better pump up better lip what you can just beef it just beef it your delts are huge they're a number one you make love like a piston she's glad when you're done you don't need no karate you don't need a gun when you beef it but you want to get big so beef it beef it beef it do another rep, repeat it. You gotta do triceps, you gotta do bench. If you get real massive, you'll bag that wedge. Beef it, beef it, beef it, beef it. Do another rep, repeat it. Your arms are huge, they're pumped to the max. Your legs so massive, they won't fit in your slacks. You know I ain't bragging, buddy, these are the facts. When you beef it, just beef it. You walk with pride, you got that confident feeling. With every heavy step, the blaster falls from the ceiling. Your gym bag smells so bad, they walk away reeling when you beef it. But you want to get big, so beef it, beef it, beef it. Do another rep, repeat it. You gotta do triceps, you gotta do bench. If you get real massive, you'll bag that wedge. So beef it, beef it, beef it, beef it. Do another rep, repeat it. You gotta be awesome, you gotta be ripped. When summertime comes, you'll walk around strip if you beef it. Beef it, beef it, beef it. Before I approach the squat rack, I always take with me an empty wine bottle and I smash it right in front of the rack. Then kicking off my sneakers there, I stand on the broken glass. And as the glass cuts into the bottoms of my feet, I work my quads, the pain in my feet distracting me from the flames in my legs. You'll pump that eye until the day that you die. That'll give you wings, but you'll be too big to fly. You'll be the biggest angel that ever hit the sky when you beef it. Just beef it. And when you get to heaven, you won't have to wait. You'll be strong enough to bend open the burning gates and hit a double bicep as the angels salivate when you beef it. But you want to get big, so beef it, beef it, beef it, beef it. Do another rap, repeat it. You gotta do triceps, you gotta do bench. If you get real massive, you'll bag that wedge. So beef it, beef it.